Hello Year 10 and 11, it's Miss Jeffrey doing our first podcast. We're going to be looking at um, Desert Island Values, which links into both life in modern Britain and the rights and responsibilities part of our GCSE course. I'm here with Mr Hadler and Mr Matthews and we're going to um, have a conversation about what it is that they would have on their desert island. Um, so please enjoy what you're about to listen to. Thank you. So, hello Mr Hadler, hello Mr Matthews. Hello, hello, hello to you both. I'm going to pose a question to you, and then if you could have a conversation about it, that would be lovely. So you're on a plane on holiday. It crashes, but you're you're fine, and Thank you God. exactly. You are fine, and there are you and 150 people now trapped on a desert island. Now we'll assume this island has all the things that you would need to survive on in terms of food and what have you. Um, but you are. But no conventional 21st century infrastructure. Absolutely not. And, and as much as many of them ask me, why can't I just use my phone to call someone to get me, there is no phone mast on this island. Yeah. Um, now, the question for you guys is, what values does your island need in order to live a happy life and a successful life? And are happiness and success the same thing in terms of what values you would need to, to move your island life forward? So I'll leave that to you. OK, well, I mean, for me... Success has got to be survival, isn't it, at first, on this island? Um, and I suppose we've got to presume we're there for the long haul. Yeah, the time frame's the first thing. Mm. And you, I suppose you, you'd have to presume that this is a long-term experience. Yep. And therefore, unavoidably, within that, you've got to start creating some structures, that, um, some behaviours, some, create some processes that people understand and follow. And we've sort of presumed that we're in charge, haven't we? We've oh, presumed that we're in charge. Oh, of this, I, I suppose. Well, I, I, can't, I kind of dig because I'm thinking, what would I have on my island? Uh, um, why am I presuming that I'm in charge? I mean, maybe I would be in charge. Yeah? It, why? I, I don't oh, know. I wasn't in charge. It depends what the criteria is, though, doesn't it? Who decides the criteria? Well, who decides who decides the criteria? <laughs> yeah. So, I was immediately thinking I'm not in charge. Well, now, actually, I suppose if it's a crash then automatically the people that would be in charge would be like your cabin crew and that. Really? Well, I think so. Because Because they've got a uniform? Well, yeah, because they've got a uniform. I think uniform, um, you know, I've got a lot of time for uniform. Yeah? So uh, I think uh, <laughs> if they're in uniform... Depends on well, who's They're going to take charge, aren't they? Whenever you yeah. watch these films, they always do take charge. They, oh, they, no. they seem to know. Okay. But there is not, there's not very many stewardesses and stewards around who have actually lived through can an aeroplane crash. Can I be a little... It's not combative, it's genuine inquiry. Sure, yeah. You, you mentioned film, and I wonder if your, your notions of survival in emergency situations is taken purely from film. And well, that's problematic. Well, possibly, yeah, but no one mentioned that there might be a rugby ball on the uh, on the aeroplane. A Wilson. In, yeah, a Wilson, because then everything would be fine, that was wouldn't it? Volleyball. No, never was it a volleyball? Volleyball. Yeah. Oh, I just went with rugby. I thought it was rugby. Okay, but uh, so okay. you think cabin crew? Well, I think I think perhaps they would try and take charge, but yeah. I think that would be quite quickly quashed. Do you think it would be there would be a crisis of this movement, the scramble for power? I do. Can imagine that. Yeah, I don't. Not at first. I don't think. At first. I think everyone would be really super practical at first. You know, they'd yeah. be. Um, oh, we need to build a camp. Pragmatic. Yeah. Coming we need up to build a ideas. camp. We need to find water. And then what? Someone would try and shinny up the coconut tree. Yeah. I would have thought. A bit bare grillsy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely at first, but I reckon after a week, reality would sink in, and that we would need to start to get some structure. A different kind of turbulence. Uh, yeah. Okay. Different kind of turbulence. All right. 
Um, so should we presume that we're in charge, or we're we just going to be follow followers here? But if, if we think about our I'm, island, then I'm reluctant to think that I'd be in charge. Okay. I guess with my instinct to think about a power structure, because right. I think that might be where you're coming from, Miss. Is so, and this doesn't come from an anarchic position. Anarchy, I don't think, is a solution to the problems no. within power structures. I imagine, in gold-gilded terms, a, sh a better society where equality is not the thing that folk people focus on, but how everyone's inherent value is celebrated. And I did in my mind of this peculiar sort of kind of um, uh, carousel of small power structures taking charge for small periods of time so that power would be shared Shifted. over time by small groups. And for whatever reason, it was mm. three I had in my mind. Groups of three having power mm -hmm. and expressing their wish to further some aspect of the island and people's living on the island of welfare for a, a finite period of time and then it would be another group's like opportunity to do the same thing bit like political party style wouldn't you worry they wouldn't be but they wouldn't have organized themselves into those groups okay. prior and i'd also I th there was one other thing that's a priority for me when you mentioned it and it is um representation based on gender and this i don't know if this is controversial but i look at societies the world over and the most violent and therefore potentially you could say the most dysfunctional were led by men mm. and i think you know, you look at the Scandinavian countries, um, there's a lot of well-being in those nations and the p political representation according to gender is much more balanced. Isn't That's that just because they're more developed, that the political representation Women is more... No, 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 the countries that you, the, the countries that you pointed out, they're more developed. You're thinking about, perhaps, you're thinking about, uh, if you think about Iraq, for instance, um, that was run by a dictatorship and it was, um, we didn't hear much from Iraq. Um, until we decided to wade in there and um, and overthrow a dictatorship and try and give yeah. them some sort of democracy. But Iraq, where that whole Mesopotamian region, mm. is the foundation block of not least of all mathematics. Eh? Yeah, yeah, And we have right. a lot of uh, modern academia to, to thank. Yeah, yeah, we do. Iraq yeah, we do. It. And that was from its days of um, of dictatorship. So there's an argument. It? There's an argument, isn't there, that, that dictatorship does have some benefits. Yeah. Financial mm. stability. Uh, unemployment's very low. Mm. Would you run your... Well, you're not running your island. Yours is almost like a bit... Not political parties, but shared values, almost oligarchy-type small groups running, mm. but not... No, I think it would... It's, I wouldn't align it with any political system. Um, I guess you'd loosely hang it within the wardrobe of utilitarianism. OK. Mm -hmm. That it's a kind of within everyone's best interest, but... And speaking of utilitarianism, is it John Locke? John yeah. Locke said something along the lines of any improvement in the lot of mankind comes from drastically being able to reimagine everything that has gone before. Yeah. So I'm, I'm into, not an anarchic starting from scratch, but uh, okay, let's learn from all the errors that we've seen. It almost sounds like history. Buddhism in, in certain respects as it's, well. I can hear a gong as well. Mm. No, no. I had but, a gong in the background. But, yeah, I had a gong. Yeah. Because no, it, it does, because that's very much about reflection you know a daily reflection yeah. um, my worry with having this carousel system um, and, and maybe it's because my brain is tainted by all the politics that I've grown up with surely if if one group didn't like what another group had done mm -hmm. then they'd just go around unraveling it 
Yeah. You know, like, oh, we didn't like that. We're in charge now, so we're going to we're going to reverse that. True. That sounds I, a bit I, like I, Trump yeah. Obama. Yeah. Mm. That is what's happening. Well, if yeah. the if the from the outset there was the feeling that it was a competitive um, phenomenon. Mm. If you feel that if within parties there are there are oppositional forces. Yeah. yeah. And if yeah. we can can't we, if we can try to train our islanders mm. not to feel in oppositional terms, then we could be winning. And I'm going to bring up another bit of philosophy. I think it was Simone de Beauvoir. She was a um, good ex- friend of mine. Yeah. No. Simone, yeah. existential feminist philosopher, early 20th century. She said human consciousness is shackled by its constructs of opposition. We have left and right. We yep. have sun and moon. We have black and white. And just look at all the sport that exists in the world. Mm-hmm. We, we seem to create. We, we, our consciousness is based on oppositional, combative um, conflict. And that would be nice to escape. And I think a carousel system S- may be a move. Are you an advocate then of the non-competitive sports days in primary schools and things like that? Is that spoons and eggs and that? Mm. No, 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 that's competitive because you have to be the first over the line. No winners, no losers. No winners, no losers. Lots of mm. primary schools now, they have this no winners, no losers thing where mm. everyone gets a badge, everyone gets a sticker. There's no number on the sticker or colour mm. to say gold, silver, bronze, first, second, third. Everyone gets a sticker. Oh, I see. No, 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 I don't feel that. No. So there's, there's different... We, we can be competitive in different contexts and there are different things at stake. So let's take... Oh, tired isn't it to keep talking about American politics but Mm. Obama's health care bill there are lives at stake Mm. Um, and it's I think it's a very different phenomenon than say a kid being given a badge at the end of a race Mm. I understand in the abstraction they're similar Mm -hmm. but when people's lives are people's welfare and lives are at stake I think it's the same thing yeah competition's healthy yeah so just to come back to your carousel, so you're going to mm. try a whole new system, we're going to learn yeah. from our mistakes, try something new altogether, everybody gets a say, which is quite democratic in that sense. Do yeah. you choose your own groups? Um, Do you align with people with similar values? Because again, that kind of leads me back to thinking about... No, they wouldn't, it, you wouldn't organise that. I think it would be more random. And if we're, there, if we're there for a long time, those groups could change. Yep. After one carousel, it could be different. Okay, good, yeah. Um, so so we've group. got 50 groups here, haven't we? If they're groups of three and there's 150 One a week. Yeah. One a week. That actually works quite nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you, where are you going? Well, no, I feel I'm like just, you're I'm, a bit more... Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, 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 a bit more, I'm, I'm a bit more thinking, right, okay, we need to survive. Okay, and I'm, not thinking, I'm not thinking beyond a year. I think we need to survive for a year. Um, and I think the best way to do that would probably be more of a pyramid, more of a triangle. Are you at the top? Well, let's say maybe <laughs> me at the top. That'd be the first time I'd be at the top of anything. But maybe me at the top, um, or whoever at the top. But it could be a vote. There's plenty of straws around to draw, I'm sure. Um, and um, some people wouldn't want to be there, so it wouldn't be True. everyone. Uh, and 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 some people deserve to be there and don't speak. Also true. Often uh, the most important voices are really heard. Yeah. Well, that's a bit of a worry, isn't it? I think it's always been a worry, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it is a worry, and I suppose you're right in our society now that that probably is the case, but part of me thinks, well, they've only got themselves to blame. Mm, I see. You know? Yeah. Would, your, would part of your responsibility of leader be to, to be the voice for those people? Possibly. Sorry, I was a bit sidetracked then, because I was thinking about... An, a, 
a Jack D sketch um, because it's like a dog and a cat. The difference in a dog and a cat. A, a dog loves you regardless. Right? You know, you could be standing in the kitchen doing something, and the dog's tail's wagging, and he loves you. Um, whereas a cat, it, he'd just look at you, and he'd, he'd just be saying, "I wouldn't be doing it like that." Yeah. Mm. But there's no point in the cat being silent about it. You know, it, these people that stay silent, you know, you try and speak up. And if I'm there just there for a year, then I probably don't think I've got time for people that are just being quiet. Or maybe a good leader would ask that person. Would they speak up then? If you are not just intuitively drawn to your own, not you per se, yeah. if an individual is not intuitively drawn to their own entitlement to lead, mm. then it would be great if intuitively a leader could sense those whose voices are not being heard and should. Mm. Yeah, I get that. That's probably, that's probably a mark of a good leader, actually. Yeah. To reach out. Mm. and to provide a platform because of course we, we sit here don't we surrounded by um, fabricated plastics and bizarre objects that have only existed for I mean in some cases a decade two mm. three decades We've, we're, we're after what two three millennia of um, stubborn belligerent periodical mm. power structures that are at the expense of many mm. that's my feeling time to change it up I feel like you'd enjoy a plane crash on a desert island and a fresh start. 100%. <laughs> I think you would. I think yeah, I would right I really now would. as well. I, I'd, I'd take that. I kept now, linking yeah. it back to the school as well. And this, this is, I'm reaching out to you students in the room here. <laughs> I would probably eradicate all academic subjects as we know it. Oh, God. Um, and, and maybe begin again. Combine subject areas. I can't sell great, this podcast now, what, sir. What a great oh, place sorry. to learn, though. What a great place to learn it on a desert be. island. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a, it's like a free school. Have you seen the thing? Oh, it'd have to be life skills because well, every, yeah. every person's a number, right? Yeah, well, did you... Let's just take a sidetrack here. On Netflix, the thing with Zac Efron where he's gone out to, like... Right, like It's not a classic Zac Efron thing. He's with some life coach guy and they go out to, like, rural Peru and they go to these communes and they look at what they're learning there and, and they're self-sufficient mm. and what they do for education. It's incredible. Well, over the homeschooling period, I, I threw, and choose to listen to this if you want, 10s and 11s, but I threw a lot of the homeschooling stuff that was going my daughter's way. I got rid of it because she was year seven. There's nothing that she would have learnt in year seven that she won't learn over the next few years anyway. She learnt more learning how to bake bread, mm -hmm. learning how to lay a patio, how to do decking. Yeah. We did that. All right, I did Slave the heavy bit. <laughs> but she learned more, and she was more fulfilled yeah. by yeah. doing that. But she's also becoming more successfully orientated within her environment at that time by your yeah. program of mm. study. Yeah. That's what we want well, to call yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and I wonder, bearing what you've just said, said Miss, is that um, not everybody's environment is the same, and it's absurd to think that we should all be governed by these power structures that determine what we learn and for what reason we learn them. So, so oh, I've got to tread carefully here, but students, you've been in those Forster Manor assemblies, you've been lectured on what it means to be successful in life, and you potentially have wondered if it was all nonsense. Mm. And when, you're in, when everything is stripped away, such as this desert island environment, it must beg the questions of, yeah, not how we survive, mm. what joy, not just survive, what joy do we take from the life that we're living? You mm. found it, it sounds like for your daughter. Yeah, I did, I did find it, and, and there's, there's no maths teacher, English teacher, science teacher in a classroom in the land that could have replicated her experience um, over, over lockdown, yeah. because, because it, wasn't, it wasn't classical subjects, it was, it was life. Yeah. I agree, I agree on that sidetrack. 
no, my child was in year one, mm. and we threw out the window what she'd been set to do, mm. and we went on nature hunts, we looked at bugs, yeah. we disturbed every worm, you know, we made potions in the garden, all those sorts of things, and we had a great time, and she was interested in it, and so do we, in coming back to our island, are our children going to leave our island more advanced like emotionally literate and developed because we're teaching them I think they will values instead and I, I think they will I think um, and, and that's not to say they're going to lose their childhood because that's that's not what I'm saying there. they'll probably be rich having been on a desert island sell mm. the sell the film rights when oh they yeah come exactly up. right um, yeah they're not going to lose their childhood but they will grow up yeah um, in, in a way that they wouldn't have expected to and in a way in which their peers or themselves in a parallel universe just wouldn't have had the opportunity to do um, yeah, I've got I've got a lot of time for that. Got a lot of time for that, and and you know they could learn particular. They could use this carousel system as well, yeah. mm. and learn particular skills. You know, I remember reading. Oh God, I'll keep. I'll try and keep this short. There's a, a text. It's called um, "Don't Sleep." There are snakes, and it's written by um, a former, slightly evangelical. Um, oh, what's this word for a, a, a Christian fundamentalist who goes to communities to try and convert them? A missionary. Right. He's a missionary and he goes to an Amazonian tribe to try to convert them to Christianity. And it's not working. And he's trying for decades to do it. And he's also trying to learn the language. And that's hard too. And it, a, a couple of things happen simultaneously in the text when he's perhaps around 40 years old. And he, he, he comes to realise that he's made a massive error. Within their language, there is no past tense. And there is no future tense. Everything is the present. And he comes to understand why it is that they've always refused the idea of a deity. It's because any story, any description, any discourse outside of the present has no value mm. and can't even be expressed. And the book finishes, in case you won't read it, with him forgetting about Christianity and decamping to the Amazon and living with this, um, this group. He also accepts when he does that that he will die probably two decades before mm. he would have done in the West with our medicine and all of our advanced treatments and our diets. But he also realises that he'll become happy. Mm. Um, so I've got nothing but optimism for this fresh start and a design stripping island. of everything around. It sounds all right. I wouldn't mind being at uh, your desert island, actually. It does, sound, it does sound all right. It sounds a little bit more chilled out than mine. I think I prefer Mr Matthews' desert island as well. I feel like on your island... It's going to be anarchy. Not that you're... a I think there will. I think on mine. I think that. I think there yeah. will be a bit of anarchy actually on mine. Do you have mine's, mine's going to be a bit like. I remember Lost. Mine's yeah. going to be a little bit without like that. Polar I think. Bears and without the without the um, magic number thing that you got to keep yeah. typing in and, and all mm -hmm. that. So, do you have similar values in terms of what you think values you would uphold on your island? What What are you? That's the. You know. That's the. That's hard. When yeah. do you need? When do do individuals step in to uphold something? That's mm. problematic, isn't it? And how Whoever's island it is. Yeah, how do you get 150 people to agree to a set of values, though? I mean, mm. that, that's no. the thing, isn't it? I mean, because some people, there are a lot of people that have... And who's to say, on this aeroplane, aeroplanes are they're international. Yeah. So who's to say that your values are the same as the values of the yeah. chap yeah. sat next to you? Or the lady sat in front of you? I mean, there are a lot of countries still who still believe that, uh, you know, men are superior to women. Or that being uh, how, gay is a crime. Uh, being gay is a crime. Yeah, I mean, how how could you possibly then expect them to live by your values? And how could how could you find a middle ground on that? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm, the other day, some I was in a pub with a guy, and he bought a drink for myself and three others and himself. I bought drinks t on two occasions for the, the round, mm -hmm. and I'm happy to do so. Mm -hmm. It's a pleasure. It's one of the last pleasures. Yeah. He bought three drinks and made a joke about how expensive it was. I didn't like it. Didn't like that not taking pleasure in spending money on others. Mm. It, it really con it crossed a line in my value code. Guy was raised down the road from me, ostensibly been brought up in a very similar environment. Yeah. But it's likely that I've got more, fundamentally I've got more beef with this fella over round buying than I have from someone you might have mentioned. Mm. He might be sat on I or F. Yeah, right. Um, so it's, e it's easy to say, it's easy to think, okay, well, someone from the other side of the world, geez, it's going to be tough. But it's not always like that. No. Because every, every, every person is their own world. Every home is a... So how do we do it at the moment, then? How, how, how well, do we live with values yeah, we at the moment agree. In, in Kent, in England? Well, I shut the door in N10. Well, they're so broad the yeah. this year. Are they so broad? Are, are our values so broad that yeah. all of our spectrum of values do fit within that? Yeah. Is that it, what's happening? Do we, when, I, when I spoke about this with both year 10 and year 11, they came up with the same things. Equality, respect, loyalty, right. tolerance... They're this the, is just but they're the fashion. fundamental British values. Yeah, of course. So I, f I find equality is problematic. Yeah. The longer I think about it, the older I get. And they I, have an argument that we shouldn't all be equal as well. There's it's an argument, you know, that some of the kids made a really valid argument. Well, some people should have not more equality, not like animal farm mm. type thing. But they were saying, well, some people should be treated differently in yeah. a positive way because that benefits yeah. them, and and, th and that's true. And it's a quality. That's the difference between equality of opportunity and equality yes. of outcome, mm. yes. which is tired, but it's an important distinction to make. Yeah. But there's, if I, f I really feel, the more we can learn to take joy from our differences, the better off we'll be. Yeah. I've often wished there was a disability week at Falston where people could actually sit in a wheelchair all day and see how that felt. Mm. Um, we used to do it at primary school. So you'd so have forth. someone that would put a blindfold on and you'd be blind for the day. Bring that back. And, it was, and, do, and do you know what? It was a real eye-opener. It was eye a real eye-opener. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real eye-opener. But, um, yeah. But it's right, though. Like, you know when the kids... Like, when someone, you know, year 11 last year, three of them broke their legs and they were all on crutches and they were like, mm. I Not actually at the same can't time. believe... Within, like, a term, oh, okay, three of right. them had broken legs. And they were all saying... I didn't warn them. Believe, <laughs> there was a stair collapse or something. Yeah, they all kept falling down that step. Yeah. Um, and they were all saying, you know, I can't believe, actually, how hard it is to get around and you don't mm. realise how much you, you need your leg until you don't have it. And yeah, exactly. Stuff, so. I'm just glad it wasn't the same person that broke all three legs. I mean, that would have oh, been yeah. all. They'd have been... Stitched right up. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's beyond funny, isn't it? That's the difference between learning and understanding. Yes. So important. We yeah. Can, yeah, yeah, if we can understand yeah. someone else's lot. So is empathy a value person. that we want then? Oh, I think we so. want empathy. Oh, yeah, so how do we stress so we empathy? We, yeah, but the thing is, we can't, we can't spend our entire lives just. Uh, things have got to get done on our island, right? Yeah. Things have got to get done. And this is maybe this is going to be a bit controversial as well. Yep. If I, it, right, I'm going to want to build a shelter. I'm going right back to basics now. I want to build a shelter. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to send that uh, lady who was filing her nails in front of me two seats over on the left. I'm not going to send her with the, a whacking great big axe that I got from the emergency thing. She's got a file. It'll take too long. I'm not going to send a chop the tree down. I'm going to send the guy, big chap with broad shoulders and a lumberjack check shirt, I'm going to send him to chop my tree down. Mm. Does that mean that I'm being sexist? It means you're 
gender stereotyping. He looked like a lumberjack. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking I want to get the job done as quickly as possible. There's a storm on the horizon. I need to get it done. I'm not going to ask Jackie. I'm going to ask John. Okay. Mm. Am I, does that make me sexist? I, I want equality. Yeah. But I want to get the job done as well. I don't know. I don't, I don't want equality. So you don't I'm want, comfortable no, you don't with that. Want that's going to be the tagline for this podcast. Yeah. Don't, don't want equality because it doesn't encourage the celebration of difference. No. That's my fundamental principle. Okay. Like when we say let's be colourblind to race. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Uh, what, have we, what are we left with? We're going to pretend race doesn't exist. Homogenised. Yeah. Cheese sandwiches. banality. And that's, that's everywhere. Yeah, it'll drive me bonkers. Mm. Um, It'd be boring if we were all the same, right? Yeah. I guess get the shelter done, Stadler, yep. and then start thinking, all right, well, I'm going to broaden this out, and I'm going to... Maybe the next set of trees are going to... Well, how many trees we've got? We shouldn't cut too many down. Should I give, should I give Jackie the opportunity to chop trees down? Jackie... It would be good for Jackie to experience the physical hardship and sense of well-being from that comes from erecting down. a shelter for you. Mm. She's entitled to that. Yeah, she is entitled to that. I, I would never want to take that away from her. Are you cutting any of your own trees down, or is it Jackie and uh, John? Well, I would have cut my own trees down, uh, <laughs> but I had tennis elbow, so I, I'd rather just instruct them. You're laying patio. <laughs> yeah, I was laying a patio. <laughs> Yeah. No, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I, I wouldn't want to be, um, I wouldn't want to be dubbed um, yeah. a sexist. And then, uh, on that note, then, do you, uh, on your, without going too far down that route, does mm. it become like women? You will look after the children of this plane, whilst the men mm. erect I, the shelter. If I try and put myself, if I try and in my mind's eye, I think, well, hopefully their parents haven't perished in the crash because their Everyone's parents. Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone is fine. Well, then their parents can look after the children, can't they? Both parents. I mean, that's an, that's an, a shared parental responsibility. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I wouldn't say, right, um, I need to borrow your dad to go and cut trees down. Yeah. Mind you, I might need him if it was John. Yeah. But um, it, that's, that's up to them how let's, they... If, 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 he says, if he says, mate, I'll watch the kids, the missus is better yeah. at chopping trees than and me, that, I'm not going to argue. House. I do all the IKEA furniture in my house. You, do you? You would want me with your shelter. What you, you need is all the lumberjacks infertile. Well, yeah, yeah, no, that's it. No, that's or single mingle. Yeah. Mr. Hadler's single mingle tree chop. See, we'd have all that to contend with as well because obviously relationships would start as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would, yeah. I mean, you could potentially, if we're there for a year, you could end up having babies being born there and everything. Second I don't think we want to go down that. We don't want to go down that road, really, but I'm sure the 10s and 11s have thought about that as well. I'm sure that, that, that was a big part of their that island. Would be an, that would be an end. Yeah, that's how it would go. Yeah, it the population would. would double if the 10s and 11s were on that island. Well, it, yeah, it would. Not yeah. much else to the, do. The R number would be above one. <laughs> Actually, no. It that, would still follow us, much. wouldn't it? That would be exponential growth. That would have to be... Don't throw maths at us. Sorry, sorry. So, I think, ultimately, whilst you're doing it very different ways, your values mm. on this island are going to be the same mm. in terms of what, we, what it is we think that, that our people should have and, and how they should live and, and what have you. Um, but the way that we're going to go about it is very different. Has anyone got a Jerry Springer final thought to add? Well, the, the final thing that perennially seems to keep emerging out of sociological or anthropological studies I see is massive inequality leads to hardship and violence in societies in the modern world. A lot of statistics seem to provide that, that, that conclusion. So that it would be key to avoid these huge gaps, these mm. um, huge differences in people's 
living conditions because that just encourages shame and embarrassment and from shame there is violence especially amongst men mm. men do not want to be embarrassed they lash out so that's I guess that those notions of calm of shared responsibility premeditated on avoiding those outcomes what I'd like to say just to finish up is neither of us in fact none of us all three of us have said that we'd like an island where there is such a chasm between the person who is staying yeah. in a guilt-edged shelter and someone who is starving to death yeah. at the shoreline, yeah. which is effectively what every developed country has at the moment. Well, quite, yeah. I'd also make sure that there's class charts. The, there would have to be class charts, Someone yeah. I'd have to set that up. I don't think we'll go with the responsibility cards, though. You know, if, if you drop a stick and they're carrying them for the fire, <laughs> I'm not going to mark their card. <laughs> Thank you both very, very much no, for your welcome. time. I hope that um, we can have another conversation at some point about something else I find that sure. I think that GCSE years will find interesting. So thank you both no very problem. much. Did you say cash or check? <laughs> <laughs>